Avengers! Hello and welcome back to Excelsior, the world's number one Marvel's Avengers podcast. I'm your director, Christian Buckley. Joining me, as always, is the Apex legend, my Irish brother, Jack Martin. How are you doing? Excelsior, Christian. Happy St. Patrick's Day as of this recording. Yes, happy St. Patrick's Day. The game is celebrating, Jack. We always wanted Halloween <laughs> specials. We got a holiday one today. Uh... Are you, are you doing anything specific to celebrate the St. Patrick? Um, I I didn't. I In fact, I didn't even wear, wear green today. Uh, yeah. It's very unfortunate. I should have done that. But um, uh, I'll shout out. Baseball's back, and the Boston Red Sox are wearing some pretty mm-hmm. amazing green jerseys today. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to look into that because those are pretty sick. Yeah, if I can scoop up like a nice Kike Hernandez green Red Sox jersey, mm. I might do that. That sounds lovely. Yeah. So for the people that aren't from Boston <laughs> or <laughs> Irish, welcome back to the show. Uh, we have some stuff going on in the Marvel world this week. Some exciting, some par for the course. But uh, before we dive into any of that, Jack, how's Marvel going for you lately? Because we're about to come out of a break. You know, we got Moon Knight coming up in just two weeks. Uh, ha- are you ready for Marvel to hit you again? Are you wishing it was a bit more of a break? Where- where's your mind at with Marvel right now? I'm I'm about ready for it to come back. I think the last thing we had, besides No Way Home, which was fantastic, was Hawkeye. And that left a bit of a sore taste in my mouth. I didn't really... Uh, or sour taste, I suppose. I, I I didn't really like and connect with that show all that much. I thought it was very by the books, um, kind of basic, and didn't really go all the way that I think it could have in terms of like the source material it was based off of. So I'm I'm very interested in Moon Knight, uh, and we'll talk about Ms. Marvel uh, and some other future projects that are coming up very soon that I'm very excited about and look to be very experimental. Uh, and deviating from the traditional Marvel standard uh, mm-hmm. and blueprint, so I, I'm I'm about ready for it to come back. How about you? Yeah, same. Um, I'm in the Star Wars vibes right now. I think I'm more excited for Kenobi than I am for Moon Knight, which is like it's not fair because duh. But like I am really excited for Moon Knight, and I hope it does get weird and really feels fresh for Marvel uh, because. I think it's going to be a nice interstitial between No Way Home, the fan service movie, which was still a good movie in its own right, not to discredit it. I still really enjoy that arc. And I almost said Master Masters. Uh, Multiverse of Madness, which is also probably going to be a fan service movie. Um, having this new thing, Moon Knight and Oscar Isaac, bringing a mcu shaking performance and character to life um i hope it lives up to it because i think that would be the adrenaline shot that i need out of the bat suit into my leg to continue on being a fan you know that's a good call yeah i feel like uh there's been some really great phase four projects like with wandavision and spider-man but i don't know i feel like there's been kind of a lot of hit and shang chi for example like there's mm-hmm. just been a lot of hit or miss movies like in projects like eternals didn't connect with me and a lot of people for that matter hawkeye didn't connect with me the other disney plus shows i think were really good and some were great but they 
were kind of standard in a lot of ways. Black Widow was kind of meh. So I'm I'm kind of hoping for uh, some more diverse projects going forward. Yeah, and I think we definitely have that in store between Moon Knight and, you know, Morbius and a few other things coming up. Oh, God. But... Forgot about Morbius. <laughs> April 1st, buddy. I know, yeah. It's what what an April Fool's joke we're getting with that movie. Yeah, so I'm going to go unironically on April Fool's Day because that means it is ironically, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, why don't we get into what's up with the game because there's not too much going on this week, but there is something topical going on. So let's crack open Fury's report for the week. Double resources are back running through today as a recording, the 17th of March through the 24th. You'll be able to get in there, get double resources, and uh, spend them to your liking. But if you're looking to spend some more money, real money, not resources, we got a special St. Patrick's Day sale in the shop that is also running to the 24th. And out of all of the Marvel's Avengers characters, Jack, which one do you think is highlighted for St. Patrick's Day as the fun sale? Well, I know which one it is. And I think sure. it's hilarious because it really makes no sense aside from the color scheme. Yeah. And it's Hulk <laughs> because yeah. he's green. Yep, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it honestly, if they were just like, hey, St. Patrick's Day sale, 50% off everything, that would have made a lot more sense. I get what they're going for here. I think mm-hmm. it's very silly because <laughs> Hulk does not strike me as an Irish lad. Bruce Banner? That, maybe not, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. It, I get it. It's green. It's fun, whatever. Um, I will say, continuing the Boston trend... I, I know there's a skin for Hulk in this game, which is like mm. an athletic jersey basketball looking thing. And it's yes. like green with a black number on it. So like it does look like a Celtics jersey, kind of. Mm-hmm. So maybe they could have just given that one out. <laughs> like happy St. Patrick's Day. But um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's it, this is a fun little marketing thing. It's not really that sure. big a deal one way or another but uh, yeah i just think it's funny that hulk is the guy <laughs> whoever's idea it was it was like yeah you very good call didn't have to do much like presentation for it like it was a good thing you know to just have an extra thing on the blog this week it was a good idea mm-hmm. uh, but we do have new exciting skins that we can get to right now so what's going on in the marketplace in terms of mcu skins because they're back in full force yes uh so another mcu skin only for playstation fans (laughs) this is spider-man's uh avengers infinity war outfit and this is like the iron spider outfit in the mcu looks Mm -hmm. great i kind of feel like I say the same thing over and over every time they do a Spidey skin, but, I mean, they don't have any Hairgate situation because he's always in a mask, so it just kind of looks like a one-for-one comparison, and it looks great. Yeah, and I know there's some people that don't like that suit, but I do really love it. Yeah, people, like, low-key hate this suit, like a lot of people do, and I never understood that. Like, this was never supposed to be his main suit. This was, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm in an Avengers movie, I guess I got a bulk-up suit, um... And I always took that for what it was. And I, th- I thought that was cool. And uh, I never really got the hate. Like, do you want Spider-Man fighting, literally fighting Thanos in spandex? I don't think so. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I do like the design of it. I like the big spider. I, I think it looks great. And like you said, continues the trend of looking like a good asset in this game. Am I going to buy it? No, <laughs> I don't think so. Like, truly, I think the only MCU skin, or technically MCU, I guess, uh, skin that they actually get me on, where I don't have enough credits, I have to crack open the wallet, would be either Toby and or Andrew's suit. Mm. Like, I would shell out for that. Yeah, see, I don't think I play Spider-Man enough to even do that. Sure. But I think they have to be doing that soon. And I'm surprised they already haven't. Yeah, the only thing I seriously can think of is the similar reason that Insomniac was like, hey, it's kind of complicated to get it. We mm. can't really talk about why, but like we heard you for the eight months you were screaming about that suit, you know? Sure. So, um, and I, I, I imagine not too many people are screaming about this because <laughs> no. those yeah. suits are in the game that everyone else plays. Yes. Uh, there's also from last week, which weird that they did one last week, but they didn't this week. So like, I don't, was it just happenstance? Uh, we have the Ultron Black Widow outfit that was exclusive to Xbox and PC last week is now available on PlayStation. So PlayStation users get two skins this week and everybody else gets nothing <laughs> yeah <laughs> very strange like it probably was just like a hey we can do it this week you know we have both these things ready that's probably what it was right yeah yeah most likely so speaking of happenstance and just things were just laying around uh there is a bonus for players of guardians of the galaxy that i did send this to you and as somebody who bought Guardians on my Xbox, I cannot take advantage of this. <laughs> this is unfortunate. This is very unfortunate for you mm -hmm. in your very specific situation. Yes. Did you do this, though? Do you want to talk about it a little bit? I haven't done it yet. So basically, if you have Guardians of the Galaxy and you played it and you have saved data on your console, um, and you also have Marvel's Avengers, you will get the endgame skins for Clint and Nat for free, which is cool. Kind of random. Uh, I don't know why it was those specific skins, but cool nonetheless. Yeah. They're good-looking suits, right? I, I, I think Clint's I'm not into, really, and I think there is a better version of his endgame look in the game now, but... Um, the Black Widow skin is really nice, and Hairgate aside, for some people, I think it's a great look to have as a main option for Black Widow because it was one of the first ones into the game, and it also did have like really good details on it. So if you have Guardians, it's a freebie. If you've been waiting to uh, maybe fill out your arsenal of heroes with mcu skins that, that you don't necessarily main if you're not really a hawkeye player you have a chance now at no no cost so mm. there you go I, I need to do this i need to actually be good about doing this because i'm mm. gonna forget i think it's a timed thing yeah i wouldn't be surprised if it is like gone today by the time this episode's out it might be expired i don't know if they slapped a day on it if they did i forgot what it was it's probably the end of the month. 
Uh, yeah, I would hope so. I'm gonna check that up. Uh, okay. Check that out. Oh, this well, is. Oh, yes, it is. Um, from March 11th, three eleven day, to the end of the month, three thirty one. All right, not bad. You got some time, and if you're really trying to be like efficient, maybe you find Guardians of the Galaxy on sale. You're waiting on it. You pick it up, and it's like, hey, technically, I maybe bought this game for the price of two skins, but I got two skins and a game out of it. So mm. that game, that game is on sale now, like pretty frequently. I think like twenty five, thirty bucks because of Square Enix, you know? Yeah, and. I believe it's on Game Pass. Yes, as is Avengers. As well. Yes. So. so this is this is a whole free situation for <laughs> Xbox users. Yeah. So if you for some reason are listening to this show and you aren't skipping to the MCU stuff, and you're listening for Avengers and you've never played Avengers, and you own an Xbox, you got a big deal waiting for you. Just log That's in right. with that Game Pass. So, man, incredible value. What a what a yeah, great deal. I got tunic <laughs> coming out for me. So, very excited. Yeah, I I messed with um Shredders this morning, which is a new snowboarding mm. game, and that seems like the perfect Game Pass game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it like it must have been made by a very small team, but it's got like PS2 like charm to it in a way where it's cringy, but it's like aware of itself. It's very odd, but the snowboarding is kind of fun. So, nice. Very cool. Yeah, it's a good Game Pass pickup, much like Marvel's Avengers and Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, there was going to be a section for update updates today, but there's really nothing to report on just yet because as of recording, there's supposed to be an update on the War Table today, a blog post on changes coming to the in-game War Table However, it has not yet been posted. I'll keep an eye out on the Twitter feed throughout the rest of the recording and see if anything comes up. But um, that's also your stark reality, that uh, this show and Crystal Dynamics doesn't revolve around each other in terms of scheduling. No. You're going to get a hot and quick Excelsior this week. (laughs) Yes. I will say, between last week and today... Uh, Andy Wong, who was a community lead at Crystal Dynamics and specifically was very vocal and public with Marvel's Avengers, uh, left Crystal Dynamics, had uh, their final day, I think sometime last week. Uh, Twitter was very supportive for their efforts with the community in the game. But um, shout out to Andy. You did, you, did, you did what you could. You did a good job. I recognize your Twitter profile. Good follow on Twitter. I think... I forget where they moved to. I don't know if they announced it yet, but um, yeah. Yeah, uh, good for Andy. Uh, I believe it's Capcom. Um, yes, that's correct. I just looked it up. But yeah, Andy was um, hosting like the weekly streams, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very active. And, um, I, I, I imagine that job was very difficult, and I think Andy did a great job and was very communicative and... Um, great to see on Twitter as well as like remember watching like the streams of some of the devs uh, detailing like new updates or talking about like new skins or I remember the Spider-Man stream that Andy was a part of um, and those are great so uh, congrats to Andy for the job well done as well as the new venture 
Absolutely. Well, meanwhile, there's some stuff going on in the greater Marvel Universe. Uh, not greater in relation to the quality of this game, but greater as in wider scoped. <laughs> but uh, we got a few things. We'll build to the big one. First up, it's official. Today's March 17th. So the Defenders Saga, as it is listed, is now available on Disney+. Plus. That's tough that it's really called the Defenders Saga. Like, I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But then then I have to think about the Defenders anytime I think about Daredevil. That is true, which is unfortunate. But what I will say, I don't think this necessarily rules out it being canon yet, even though it's not listed in the timeline playlist. Mm. Maybe. Sorry, Maybe. you said... I probably sound like one of those Desperate Shield fans. <laughs> yeah, like... I don't know. It's still, it feels like it's still kind of up in the... Because, like, the Defender Saga, the Infinity Saga... Mm, sure. You know, like, this isn't, like, other Marvel, like so those X-Men movies are listed as, you know? <laughs> like, uh, it's, it's its own thing on there, presentation-wise. Like, S.H.I.E.L.D. didn't even get that, I don't think. So... Yeah. I think there's a world, you know? I really... I'm like genuinely confident that this is in the MCU and I would be really surprised if it wasn't because we have Daredevil showing back up, same actor, Kingpin showing back up, same actor. Like there's nothing that directly contradicts the MCU in those shows. In fact, like they were built to live within the MCU. Mm -hmm. So it's weird to me that they haven't just been like, yeah, it's in the MCU. That's just obvious to me. Yeah. I'm confused why they wouldn't do that. And I know there are Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans out there that are desperately clinging on to the idea that it's canon. Which, like, hey, if that's you, good for you, you know. But <laughs> these shows don't open, like, wormholes to other dimensions in space-time. And, <laughs> like, that show clearly jumped a shark at some point. Daredevil's mm-hmm. biggest thing was, like, Kingpin blew up a couple buildings, you know. It's like, yeah you watch the avengers like you can make that make sense so yeah i I think obviously we have to wait for an official confirmation at some point maybe we'll never get that but um the fact that we are seeing the same actor showing up after the fact as opposed to like clark Gregg was in avengers and then went into agents of shield like does make me think that even if they're not going to directly say it, the uh, characterization of Matt Murdock and whoever else we see return will feel familiar. You know? Yeah, I think you're right. Um, if you want to see more Matt Murdock in the MCU, I did see there was a photo of a deleted scene between him and Happy Hogan in No Way Home that was released alongside the digital release of no way home because it's out now um i'm upset about this why is that because i have my 4k blu-ray copy pre-ordered and that's not coming till like april like mid-april uh-huh um i've seen people get their 4k blu-ray copies by mistake sent early um, and now this is available for purchase digitally. 
I would just like my copy, please, now, to watch all this. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pay for this digital copy, even though I'm slightly tempted. I want to see all those behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, but I gotta wait. I gotta wait like a month. Yeah, I and I mean like. I feel like we're going to reach a point where just to promote the digital stuff, they'll start maybe giving you the digital code. If you, cause like it, the Blu-ray that you're buying does probably come with a digital copy, right? Cause most of them do. Probably. Yeah. Like you should get that now, right? That'd be nice. Shouldn't you? Like That'd be as, nice. a, as a loyal customer, as a pre-order owner, you should. I don't think that, I, I, that would be cool. Um, I usually just give those away or just ignore them. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been like, you know what? Let's download this ultraviolet <laughs> copy. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I have several of those, I think just lying around my house, just from like Blu-rays. I like cracked open and never even thought about them. But imagine if that's how video games worked and like you got your physical video game and it's like, sweet. Now let's download the digital version i'm like kind of surprised that is a thing because i give those away all the time yeah dude that's that's a good point because i i definitely gave a few to my brother and my girlfriend so like they don't have to there i'm i'm actively making it sony pictures lose money right like that's yeah bonkers what a world and they must know that too probably i mean if they don't I just made a lie, Sony. You didn't hear that, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, it's so. I mean, it's just so easy to pirate things now that they're probably just like whatever. Yeah. Anyway, slow news week. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Okay. Speaking of Sony Pictures, a lot of Sony talk. Uh, that Madam Web film that mm-hmm. is starring Dakota Johnson has a new cast member added to the cast. In an undeclared role, we have Euphoria's Sydney Sweeney. Not familiar with the show. Mm-hmm. Not familiar with this actress. And honestly, when I saw this news, I was like, oh yeah, this movie's still happening. And they're they're still continuing to work and to cast mm-hmm. people in this. So that was my reaction to this news. Do you have any background with this person? And do you have any expectations on who she'll play? So I've seen one episode of Euphoria uh, from like a couple weeks ago. Uh, her character Cassie was a, a pretty big player in that episode. Uh, I think she can act well. Like she has talent, and I, I think as a um, addition to the cast, that's an interesting choice. And I was familiar with her for a while because of euphoria and just like the memes and things people throw around but i don't know what else she's done i think she's also a model maybe um like if you saw her i think you would recognize her probably yeah but i looked up her wikipedia she's in handmaid's tale and sharp objects okay okay yeah so she's been in some like really prestige television um i have seen two fan theories of this casting that I could see both or neither. Um, one is Gwen Stacy, as in like Spider Gwen Gwen Stacy. Mm-hmm. The other 
is Black Cat. <sighs> What's making me more upset mm-hmm. the more we talk about this movie, it's like, ugh. And just Sony movies in general, Sony Spider-Verse movies in general, is just all these characters exist to support Spider-Man, and we're getting all these characters in a movie without Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just silly. So the angle that I did see some people take with um, Spider-Gwen would be that would be Sony Spy- Sony's Marvel Universe answer to having a spider character as the lead, right? Because there's been people saying, oh, Andrew Garfield should be, by people I mean me, uh, the Venom Spider-Man um, or the Morbius Spider-Man. Like, so they have him as an appearance in multiple movies, even if he's not leading a film. Um, I think it was, there was an article, I think a couple months ago that said Sony's very eager to introduce the live action Miles Morales. So if they were to introduce one of the, I'd say core three spider people that most audiences are familiar with now being Spider-Man, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, or I think Ghost is the actual name, Spider-Gwen. I think if you introduce any of them, you can ground the villain universe they're doing enough to at least satisfy me. I know you you might be wanting more of a Peter Parker tie, but do you think Um, that could be an approach they take? I think, to clarify, for me, I think it's less Peter Parker... I think it would be interesting if um, either like Miles or Gwen were like the main character, but this is at the end of the at the end of the day, it's still a Madam Web sure. movie. Um, and so far, to me, I, I don't think Sony has really proven that Spider Verse characters can. They haven't really made a good movie with Spider Verse characters taking center stage. Um, two Venom movies, I don't really like. And I know I'm not going to like Morbius. I'm not even going to be like, I am going in with an open mind. I am going in with a very closed mind. <laughs> and I'd, I'll be very surprised if I like that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. This is just not. I, I'm I'm excited for, like, the implication of this movie. What, like what we talked about with uh, connecting, like, the multiverse. And this will definitely probably set up a Into the Spider-Verse live action movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of want to skip this movie. Just kind of want to get to that point. Sure, yeah, and I, I, I'm not. I think this is. I'm a big fan of the Venom films, you know, but uh, I'm. I also think Morbius is going to be awful. But um, I, I think this is the one that I genuinely think could be good, depending on like who's in the director's chair for this one. Uh. But it absolutely is, I think, going to be the counterpart to either No Way Home or Multiverse of Madness for the Sony-verse, where it's like, hey, we're making this movie to justify being able to do whatever we want moving forward. So at the very least, I think it has an opportunity to have some cool character meetups. Uh, I imagine Tom Holland is probably going to make an appearance in this movie alongside tom hardy like i think this will be the thing that's like hey now that we explained it all in a full film we can do whatever we want moving forward even though like you're saying 
just do the thing. I feel like they probably, as a studio, feel like they have to explain it first because that's why the they think the MCU worked because they justified everything all, after all those years of setup. So this feels mm-hmm. like that to them. I imagine this movie is going to be really far out there considering yeah. this is like very cosmic and very multiverse So I don't know. We'll see about this one. I'm excited to see what the trailer looks like for this thing. That's surely a year or two away. Yeah, Sam. I, I do feel like this one's going to be, just because we keep hearing about it, I think this one might, we might see this one faster than some of the other ones that have been announced, I would bet. Like, I think we'll see this before we see the Craven the Hunter film. Mm. Yeah, this one seems more important to like, this has to be a setup to Spider-Verse. So mm-hmm. I feel like this one's more important. want to get this one out there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, sure. Plus, Sony Pictures can move fast. Because like, I think they... Didn't Uncharted go into production like summer 2020 and it was shot in like two months and it just came out a month ago? Like, I don't know. I'm not sure. I think, I think they did uh, pretty fast production on that one so if they really need this out soon then i think that it'll come out soon so yeah this seems like a 2024 movie to me yeah good bet good bet we'll, we'll see what happens in the immediate future though june specifically we're getting ms marvel we learned i think last episode that it would be coming this june and then next after that would be she hulk but between last week's episode and today, we did get the first trailer for Ms. Marvel. Jack, what did you think of the trailer? It was a great trailer. I especially like the editing with the weekend song. Um, and I like the little cartoon bubbles and stuff that were popping up around the screen. It looks really fun. I like the tone of it. I also really just like the, a high school story in the MCU feel like we've kind of only gotten that with spider-man but like to a lesser extent in homecoming um so i feel like setting this story around uh ms marvel's character as a high schooler is very interesting to me i like those types of stories so yeah this uh, the trailer looks really good um i think it should be a fun time what about you yeah i loved the trailer i was very surprised um just because of the delay you know um and like you said, this is also new for Marvel tonally, kind of, uh, in terms of making it feel more like a high school show as opposed to Spider-Man being a high school movie. I feel like there's a difference there. Um, and obviously, both of us are very big fans of the way they in- introduce Kamala Khan in the Avengers game, so the bar was high. And... I know it's just a trailer, but like you said, I was really into the vibe. I think um, the portrayal of the powers I'm still open to, but I know the internet's been having discussions based off of that, and uh, it's a it's a complex issue. But yeah, at- atmosphere tonally, I really really dug the trailer, and I'm excited to watch it when it hits in June. Yeah. And uh, to go on to your point about the powers, I think as long as it looks good, I don't really care. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's it to be seen because 
trailers can sometimes look look different than the actual shows so i don't know if that will look good uh but honestly if it looks good i think it would probably make more contextual sense to her idol as uh her idol being carol danvers mm-hmm. captain marvel like that she has like cosmic power because of the um space stone so i feel like that would visually make a lot of sense and for her character i think that would make more sense for her to just be stretchy (laughs) so um i'm fine with them playing around with it as long as it looks good and they reference it making sense to the context of what's going on in the mcu yeah which is strange also because i did see a like slow-mo breakdown of one of the scenes of the trailer where she's doing like a jump across a roof or something and she's Mm -hmm. stretching so i did see that i don't know what is happening (laughs) i guess it it seems like a combination of Mm -hmm. a lot of people said like green lantern stuff but also the stretchiness so Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit of both yeah and i did some reading since the trailer went up just to hear other perspectives of um the main issue and i i I did read a bit more into it that like because i wasn't familiar with any of the ms marvel comics but we see in the trailer she dresses up as captain marvel right Mm -hmm. um initially when she gets her powers so in the comics because of her stretching ability and she can also shapeshift um when she first gets her powers as an inhuman and is like outcast she transforms herself to look like carol danvers to be accepted as like a white blonde superhero lady Mm -hmm. and um on like a number of layers of like fear of not being accepted for being an inhuman uh being a muslim superhero like there's all those layers as well and removing the ability for ms marvel kamala khan the character to transform and change herself physically people are worried that it will feel either inauthentic or miss an important moment in the character's origins which i understand and i think that's a valid reason to be either worried upset or concerned with the direction they're taking um and people have had the discussions before also like the stretchy thing on television i think like this probably should have been a film if they want to get really in depth with it i I don't know it feels like a lot of different layers to the production in addition to the character um i think like a lot of people have said it probably does also come down to the fantastic four being on the way and not wanting to have two stretchy people because I gotta imagine Ms. Marvel and Reed Richards do not have much in common. <laughs> like, yeah. And I think it would be, it might be visually confusing to have two stretchy people, like with the pretty much identical powers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the move was largely to avoid that and maybe to shift that to be more in line with Carol Danvers' power and also, um, I'm Monica. forgetting. Oh, Monica Rambeau's powers. Because mm-hmm. we have the Marvels coming up soon. So I think visually, they're probably all going to look very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I imagine 
the consistency of what they were going for there also makes sense because like the the mcu also kind of ditched inhumans real fast without even like really attempting it kind of so like i i feel like with mutants being on the horizon like literally any day now they might not want to introduce inhumans and mutants at the same time so like I, I think that the show has an uphill battle absolutely with the reinterpretation of her origin and what Ms. Marvel as a superhero means. But I, I also think that like there's a lot of layers to why they probably made the changes. So, mm, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I am very excited to check it out. I, I think it was a great trailer to sell the vibe for sure. No, I agree. Um, I don't think it was something I was really like hyped for at first, but coming from Avengers and this great trailer, I think it should be a really fun time. Yeah, and like I, I think having a series to explore characters at this age is also gonna have the opportunity to make it feel even more ground level and real than Spider-Man does to a degree because you have multiple hours instead of just two right um so I, I think that'll hit for a lot of people and it will probably be a lot or torn down by other people also who are like oh i don't relate to this i can't i can't empathize with this because it's not about me it's a high school girl so there's gonna be a lot of discourse around this show i already yeah. know no i think you're right but that's really it in terms of Marvel right now. Is there any other thoughts you have on Ms. Marvel's trailer? No, not really. Um, I think like what you said earlier, this is going to overlap with Kenobi <laughs> and or Obi-Wan Kenobi, and I'm much more looking forward to that show, but um interested to see if one of those switches to Wednesday or Friday, because like yeah. they're gonna both be releasing on Wednesday. I'm gonna have to get up even earlier than I do on wednesdays to watch them back to back for the love of god just release kenobi friday nights please um yeah i mean <laughs> i think any of these shows should be on fridays yeah. and when there's an overlap release one on wednesday well we don't run disney jack that's the problem <laughs> no um but that's it for marvel's avengers and excelsior this week really there's not much else i did double check to see if the war table changes are up and they are not from my looks but uh jack until next week where can the agents of excelsior find you sure you can follow me on social media at fascinated jack what about you christian you can find me on twitter and tiktok at chun2d2 as well as youtube.com slash joy clicks for the video version of excelsior alongside a couple other videos that go up throughout the week uh you can check out the show on audio services like apple podcasts spotify google play stitcher wherever you listen to podcasts just look it up you look up excelsior avengers podcast or joy clicks you'll find it rating and reviewing on your platform or choice is appreciated if you can do it because it takes a quick second and helps the shows out immensely if you want to help us out further you can go to patreon.com slash joy clicks at the one and five dollar tiers five bucks will get you producer credit on every show we produce like aaron easton and jose garcia so thank you very much and that's it for excelsior we'll be back next week we'll see what's up 
hopefully that roadmap. We got two more weeks left in March. The panic button's almost here. But until then, Excelsior. Excelsior.